you remember that year that I I was dropping somebody home and I had to go past your parents' house? Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. Your mum's Christmas decorations are looking good. <laughs> not creepy Great baubles. <laughs> she has, actually, for her age. I mean, that goes, that's not as bad as when Simon drove past mum's once and took a photo of her window <laughs> when she's probably sleeping in there right now. It's like, you sick pervert. She wasn't sleeping. Oh, shut up. Uh? <laughs> every time, every, every time. time. Uh, yes, hello and welcome to episode 71. I don't know why I suddenly went all Swedish. Hello <laughs> and welcome to episode 71. <laughs> My name is Darren. Uh, <laughs> that was Welsh. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Welsh, we know where that goes. Um, <laughs> right, yes, hello, welcome to episode 71. Oh, God. God, of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure. My name is Matt. And my name is Darren. And this week we are looking at Vice Versa. Versa. Yeah, uh, from 1988. Mm. Uh, first of two episodes visiting 1988. Well, how would you know? You don't know what next week's is. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just feel it in me waters. Feel it in your waters. Uh, oh. Yeah, that, that was a record. You didn't take long to say hi. <laughs> so, have you had a good week, Dad? Uh, yeah, not bad. I had a gig last night, which is very quiet, but uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's that time of year. Yeah. Uh, yourself, good week? Uh, yeah, I had a, a new story go out, so Victorian Christmas, so that was nice. Got to feel a bit Christmassy, and then I put on Love Actually, and you know, because I sent you a WhatsApp of Love Actually, mm-hmm. and you went, I think we know what this means. It means the, the tree's, tree's going, going up! up. <laughs> well, apparently this weekend... It's really fucking wound me up when I was listening to it on the radio today. Right. It's now known as Tree Kend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't find that offensive, but I love the way it winds you up. It's just fucking pathetic. For all those people who don't have enough time in their lives to say, putting the tree up this weekend, it's now known as Tree Kend. Oh, well, happy Tree Kend. Fuck off. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. Anyway. Yes. Should we go back to 1988 then? Yeah, let's try it. All right, Darren, here are some uh, fun facts from 1988. First of all, let's have a quick look at the box office. So, in the, the UK, at number five was a film called Frantic. Hmm. Yeah, I thought I would have heard it. This is Harrison Ford, by you know, of all people. Is it a really serious film? I don't know. I just saw the cover and it was Harrison Ford. I didn't go into it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> mm, okay. Yep. And then we had The Last Emperor. I mean, this doesn't oh, feel like yeah. it. Yeah. And Someone to Watch Over Me. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, uh, well, I definitely know the song. Ah, okay. Number two, I'm familiar with Stakeout. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, number one, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this as well, mm. uh, Fatal Attraction. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the smile Darren has just got on his face. <laughs> oh, that takes me back. I bet it does. <laughs> God, I nearly wore out that video. I uh, know, so. it's the reason you wear glasses nowadays. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, in America, number five was Moonstruck. Oh, is that Cher? I think it was, yeah. Mm. Okay. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Off Limits. Rings a little bell. <laughs> Bet it does. Uh, number three is Masquerade. Nope, don't think so. And number two, Vice Versa, came in, came in strong at number two. Mm. And number one, Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, great film. Well, at least it was a great film. Yeah, I've, I, I've, I watched it a lot later, so I think I think it probably does hold up. We haven't done it yet, have we? Mm. No, it's, I think it's on the list. 
<laughs> 71 episodes. I, I mean, that's a lot of films, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. And also, if you've listened to every single episode, please let us know. I want to know that yeah. somebody's actually listened to 71 episodes. Yeah, let that us know we're brilliant. not fucking wasting our time here. <laughs> yeah. So please write in, Mum. And <laughs> oh God, oh she doesn't listen. That poor woman. After what you say about her. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, in uh, 1988, uh, near the end of the year, the first official internet connection between North America and Europe is made. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, yeah. we think of the internet as much later, but it really wasn't. Yeah. But I don't think uh, something, the Queen sent the first email in oh, 76 in or something? It was, yeah, much earlier. Yeah. 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 Cool. Uh, we also had the last, I mean, I don't know if I've said this before, it's ringing a bell somewhere, the last broadcast of Crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, which, yeah. was a, which was a shonky soap, oh, in wasn't the, it? Just fucking in, hell, yeah. I don't well, know. Mate came back, didn't it? Oh, it did. The, the noughties, maybe. Mm. It was about a hotel, wasn't it? Yeah, in the Midlands. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember <laughs> Benny. That was it. Benny. There was Benny from the Crossroads, and yeah, he would be in pantomime all the time. Yeah, <laughs> with his beanie hat. Um, we also got the first Sega Mega Drive. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that came out in 88. Okay. That was an awesome console. And uh, finally, also in, in 1988, we had, and it's quite topical right now because the film has just been released of the musical, Matilda. Matilda, the book, came oh, out. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. There we are. So those are some facts from 1988. How about, we, <laughs> how about we look at the charts? Vice Versa was released in the USA on the 11th of March 1988 and so this week we are looking at the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 6th of March 1988. At number 10 this week is a rise of 6 places for Mel and Kim and that's the way it is. At number 9 another rise of 6 places from 15 for The Primitives and Crash. Falling 3 places to this week's number 8 it's Morrissey and Swadehead. And rising one place from last week's number eight to this week's number seven, it's Eddie Grant and Give Me Hope, Joanna. At number six, up from last week's nine, it's Doctor in the House from Cold Cut featuring Yaz and the Plastic Population. And into the top five, falling two places, it's Billy Ocean and Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car. Up three places from last week's seven to this week's four, it's Vanessa Parody and Jola Taxi. And into the top three, falling one place, it's Beat This from Bomb the Bass. At number two, it's a rise of two places from last week's four for Rick Astley and Together Forever. Which means it's a non-mover at number one this week for Kylie Minogue and I Should Be So Lucky. And that was the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 6th of March, 1988. That's right, that's a great, great <laughs> week. Uh, I could see the smile on your face when oh. I got to Rick. Yeah, well, it's, it's not just Rick as well. I just remember, you know, that was the time I would have been starting to listen to music. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I probably heard that chart on the radio. Yeah. Jola Taxi, Sister V, and blah, 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 blah. Billy Ocean, though. What a legend. Uh, fucking hell yeah absolutely I'm going to turn that into a drinking game you have to drink every time you say that now oh god I'll be slaughtered before the end of the first part Um, yeah I should be so lucky great but but why was Rick not number one I love Together Forever that's a great song (laughs) it is you should see his hair in the little picture he had long hair Uh, yeah Uh, Doctor in the House Cold Cut 
doctor in the house. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Give me hope, Joanna. Give That's me it. Hope, yeah. Joanna. Yep. Uh, and I remember, I think kids used to turn it into give me dope, Joanna. <laughs> Maybe where you lived. Yeah, exactly. Not in my school, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, just outside the top 10. Uh, at number 11, we've got the Bangles with Hazy Shade of Winter. 12, Erasure, Ship of Fools. 13, That's Belinda. a great song. It is good. 13, Belinda Carlisle, I Get Weak. 14, Taylor Dane, Turn It To My Heart. Tell Tell me I'm, I'm the, the only one. one. <laughs> 17, Love is Contagious from Taja Savell. 18, Eddie Cochran, come on, everybody. 19, Tiffany, I think we're alone now. 20, These Dreams from Heart. I love that song. Oh. Yes, These it's great. These Dreams. Go on. When I, blah, blah, blah. Uh, 22, Don't Turn Around <laughs> from Aswad. Uh, 23, Johnny H. Jazz. We, we saw, saw Aswad. And Johnny H. Jazz. Yes. Uh, Heart of Gold, Jermaine Stewart at 24, yeah. say it again. Aztec Camera, How Men Are at 25. I'm Not Scared, Eighth Wonder at 26. 28, one of my favourite songs that always makes me cry, The Communards for a Friend. Uh, 30, Where Do Broken Hearts Go, Whitney Houston. Oh, uh, that's a tune. It is a hell of a tune. Don't hear much from her nowadays. 31. <laughs> I've only had one can as well. <laughs> 31, People Are Strange from Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh, yeah, see, that's my favourite version. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, 33, Man in the Mirror, my, Michael Jackson. I can't believe I said that. Um, um, <clears throat> 36, Bross, one of the famous. 38, Crazy, Ice House. What? I know, yeah. Yes. I know. 39, Candle in the Wind, live from Elton John. And at 40, To Pow and Valentine. That is one hell of a top that 40. That is great. But um, yeah. uh, do you know about Ice House people? Because we've... we've Crazy! Crazy! <laughs> we, I mean, they've got some brilliant songs. Mm -hmm. And they just didn't seem to be that big over, over here. Over here, yeah. Massive in Australia, by all accounts. But um, yeah, get out and listen to Download their songs. Stream their bloody songs. Yeah, they're really, really good. Really good. Well, that was, yeah, that was a really good week in the charts. Yeah, very good. I mean, it's a week that I would go, yeah, yeah, I remember this, I remember uh -huh, this. And uh -huh. it's because there's certain charts at the beginning of the 80s that I'm like, hmm. Yeah, you'd have to have a little trip to Woolworths, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, come back with about 20 singles. Okay, well, that was the chart. So uh, I guess it's now time for your challenge. Woohoo! All right, so Darren has a challenge every single week to link last week's film to this week's film in a certain number of steps. We start with five and we work all the way down to one. So this week, Darren has one step to get from last week's film, which was... Trading Places. To this week's film, which is... Vice versa. Well, can it be done? Oh, yeah. Which version do you want? Oh, okay then. <laughs> uh, as Matt said, I've got one, uh, one step to get from Trading Places to Vice Versa. And there are actually... To be fair, for this one, several ways. The obvious one would have been uh, with Judge Reinhold, Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to do that. So Jamie Lee Curtis was one of the stars of Trading Places. So that's where we're going to start this week. Step one. Jamie Lee Curtis was in Halloween 2 with Gloria Gifford, who played Marcy in Vice Versa. And that's the one-step challenge. Fantastic. Thank yeah, you very so much. lots of different ways it could have been done. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a nice, easy one for a one-step. Good, this yeah, because we almost did a Smoky Mountain Christmas this week, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. So that would have been... buggered with that. You'd yeah. have been absolutely buggered. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, I can't think of anything I've but who knows? Who knows? 
<laughs> yeah, fantastic. Well done. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, initial reaction, I suppose. Mm. And being an odd-numbered episode, it's over to Vu. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm not, I'm not going to be completely negative this entire podcast, but I was expecting more. Uh, I, I, I remember loving, loving, loving this film when I was growing up. And I didn't hate it this time. I just, I was like, oh, that's a shame. I remember it being better. Uh, I've, got, I've always loved Fred Savage. I mean, I grew up watching The Wonder Years, and I, I was like, you know, Fred Savage was a star. And Judge Reinhold, I mean, who doesn't love Billy? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this film was okay. Uh, it, I wish it was a little bit more Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as an initial reaction, yeah, it was all right. It, was, it, was, it wasn't unwatchable. It just wasn't as good as I remember. That's it. Yeah. Um, my initial reaction is pretty much exactly the same. I remember really loving this film. And this time around, it was okay. Yeah. yeah so it yeah, was fine. Yeah. There's, there's a, lot, a lot wrong with it, but there's also very many things right with it. Mm. So. Well, I, I will look forward to looking, looking further into it. Okay. You know, when we... Okay. <laughs> Oh, man, we should have gone vice versa on this one, like Trading Places. We should have done our, each other's bits. Well, pardon? Uh, well, well, on that note, then how about we uh, top up and... Uh, yeah, oh, all right, he actually did pull his top up. <laughs> how about we top up our drinks and uh, we'll come back and go deeper in. Slut. And we're back! Part two of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure, where we are looking at a vice versa. Versa Visa. Versa Visa. Versa Visa Versa Visa. Yes, we are. And uh, regular listeners to the podcast will know that at this point, Matt has a challenge to give us the synopsis of the film. And he has as many seconds as the film has minutes. So, Mr. Matthew, how mm. long was the film? Uh, it was 138. 138. Eight minutes too long. So, you have 1 minute 38 seconds to give us the synopsis. Are you ready? I sure am. Okay, what, then. what was that? I don't know, but I turned me on a little bit, if I'm honest. Um, let's have the jingle. And if you're still ready, go. Marshall and his fit girlfriend, Sam, visit Thailand to buy trinkets for the department store they work for, but a mix-up on the shipping means that upon returning, Marshall is left with the MacGuffin of this film, a skull that has magical powers. We see him as a bit of an absent father, always late for his son Charlie, who's about 11 and is having a hard time at school. Anyway, Charlie's mum and stepdad are going away for some sexy time, meaning that Charlie's going to stay with Marshall. They don't get on too well, and in an argument where they're both holding the magical skull, they change places with each other. Marshall now has to go to school as, as Charlie, and Charlie decides to go to work as Marshall, where he accidentally does a few things well and encounters one of the smugglers that want the skull. And after he denies knowledge, they decide they're going to steal it. Marshall and Charlie take the skull to a professor to find out what it's all about. Sam and Charlie have a date, mm, and it saves uh, the relationship. Marshall's in trouble at work, and they hatch a plan using a spy pen so Charlie can can be fed lines from Marshall. But he is... Anyway, the smugglers kidnap Marshall as Charlie, and Charlie then has to rescue his dad. He gives the skull to the smugglers and they they then chase in a police trike and see that the kidnappers have changed places. They both get arrested and Sam tells Marshall slash Charlie that he still has a job and he has to take Sam. He has and he gets Sam to take him to Charlie slash Marshall's and then they swap bodies back. 
The film ends with Marshall finding out that Charlie has proposed to Sam on the way over. Merry Christmas. Okay, well, that's as clear as mud. I, I know, right? <laughs> How, I mean, how do you talk about a person? Do you talk about it as Charlie or do these kids still oh, well, get, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, just to say that the skull was stolen at the beginning, wasn't it, from some monk? Yes, it was. Yeah. Sorry, she, I, that's, uh, that's a little bit of a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so... It was just, a very Indiana Jones beginning, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't yeah. it, just? Right. Uh, so just remind us, how long was the film? One thirty-eight. So you have 1 minute 38 seconds. You did it in, drum roll... One thirty-one point eight. Okay, okay, it's a little bit under, so that's okay. So I shall do a drinky poo. Yeah, but with my ten-second penalty for forgetting <laughs> the beginning. Uh, <laughs> mm. Ooh, a little bit of vodka and tonic this week, listeners. Mm. That is, yeah, that was a very difficult one to try and sum up mm. because it, it you, you're talking about somebody that's being somebody else, and, and then, then yeah, 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 and vice versa, <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, let's uh, rip it to pieces then. Mm. Yeah, so I, I mean, I was just saying just now, the, the poster is incredibly iconic. Mm-hmm. So that, that that instantly brought back joyous memories. I was like, oh, this is great. I remember seeing it at the video shop yeah, and renting the video and loving it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loving it. Um, but yeah, this viewing was a bit different. I mean, look, I didn't just sit there and go, oh, what the fuck am I watching? Mm. I just, I saw a lot of, well... A lot of stuff that didn't need to be there and stuff that perhaps needed to be added or whatever else to make it a better film. Yeah. I think it lacked... Uh, I think for a comedy, I think it lacked comedy. That's definitely true, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? That's the, that's the thing. I, I think they could have got into much more, um, you know, a few more situations where, you know, you really exploit the fact that you're playing, you, you are your dad. You know what yeah. I mean? How, uh, yeah, okay. So what did he do with it? He took his dad's girlfriend out on a date. But, you know, he could have gone and... I don't know, bought bought a liquor, liquor, a liquor. Uh-huh. <laughs> he could have well, maybe. He gone to a liquor store and bought like some booze, or whatever else, and then you know, also I don't yeah. know. Just there could have been some fun stuff, and there could have been equally more on the other side with his dad sort of being in school, and you know they, they did play with it a little bit, mm. but they they could have had a lot more fun with those two. I agree situations. Yeah, so. So that's yeah, that's I think that's my initial look at it. Is it, it it just could have been funnier, and it's um yeah, it could have been written better. Yeah, uh, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if if much was cut out because mm. for me, this just seems to be a lot happening that you don't see. It's tell rather than show. Mm. Um, and to be fair, you know, the, the two writers have got one hell of a pedigree: Dick Clement and Ian Lafrenet, who were responsible for countless amazing comedies over the years and you know the likely lads and whatever happened to the likely lads porridge they were never say never again i'll be saying pets love joy so british then yeah yeah uh the, the commitments still crazy one of my favorite films with billy Connolly and bill nye yeah i've not seen it i've, it's, I've heard it's, it's amazing though. yeah um so yeah i don't i just just it just doesn't come together very well it's based on a novel by thomas anstey guthrie from 1882 and this is the fourth film version. Uh, there is a fifth, apparently, <laughs> starring Ron Jeremy. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure I want to watch anything with Ron Jeremy in, though, to be honest. Um, not anymore. No, well, never. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, and this is sort of a film that, that Judge Reinhold says was the beginning of the end of his career. Yeah, like basically. tanked his career. Yeah. 
And I can see why. Apparently, he's not he's not the easiest of people to work with on set. See, that's a shame, because he comes across as lovely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't hang together very well for me. It's Like you say, not enough uh, happens, really. Uh, the goons are a little bit inefficient, if you like. They're, they're but they're not bit... even like Goonies inefficient. Do you no. know what I mean? Where, like, I do the like them, I do like, like them, but they don't just... just uh, again, another film... Uh, lethal weapon but the mm-hmm. threat isn't particularly threatening and another thing i thought that, that sort of sort of didn't help the film and i, I don't want to keep referring to it but i'm gonna have to because it came out the same year he doesn't have as a as a child mm-hmm. he doesn't have a friend like billy yeah and i think he needs someone like billy whether it's you know so as, you're talking as, about big yeah 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 uh whether it's as marshall as himself Mm. When he's uh, Charlie, the kid, yeah, or whether you know, the friend, let's call him Billy, knows what's happened and becomes a friend to grown Charlie, yeah, um, and I think that's what's lacking. Really, it needs it needs something else because the, I think the you know, the whole premise, the whole story was it was between them. They're the only mm. ones that knew about it. Whereas at least in Big, yeah, you had the best friend that knew yeah. about it and whatever yeah. else, and everyone else. And you saw oblivious. him being lonely. Like I said, I don't want to keep referring to Big because we've done Big. You can go back and listen to it, but it, it's because that's another one of these. It seemed to be a lot of body swap films that came out at the same sort of time. Well, obviously, it started with Freaky Friday ten years before with Jodie Foster. But yeah, it just it needs something more. I think, like we say, maybe another pass at the script. Yeah, to, to or maybe put things in that, that were taken out. Who knows? Who knows how much ended up on the cutting room floor? It's really difficult to find anything about this film. I mean, if looking that... into it. I, th- I think, yeah, I, I found that because I couldn't find any alternate casting. Mm, um, right. And, yeah, I think you're right. The the actual MacGuffin, the, the, the thing to mm. change them over, it was it was all right. But then that's pr- a pretty, you know, you've, they've overlooked a pretty easy solution, which is, all right, we'll try to change it back. Why don't we both try touching it? And they can, exactly. That, 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 it's obvious that yeah. it's because they're both touching the bloody thing at the time. So... And it, maybe maybe it needs to have something else, some sort of more lore about it. Um, and yeah, the, the villains could have been maybe if they weren't just smugglers or mm. whatever else that are trying to make a quick buck. Maybe they were people that were going to use it for a nefarious purpose or something like that. Something something bigger. So it's yeah. just and I mean, I know you keep saying I don't refer it to big, but it's got a lot of similarities to big. You know, well, yeah, department yeah. store. <laughs> Exactly, the toy um, thing, the yeah. music, um, it's all there, and uh, it, it, but it just, it just doesn't work as well. I quite like that music section, I will say. I, I found it painful. I really I, no, did. I quite, I, I quite like that whole, you know, he's just jamming out with the, mm. one of the customers. Jamming out? Jamming out. We're jamming out. <laughs> we're jamming out, we're jamming out, we're jamming out. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it all felt just a little bit forced for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just wasn't as charming, I think, as big. And that's the last time I try and refer to big. Okay. Yeah, I mean, casting-wise, what did you think of the leads? I mean, I've I've always had a bit of an issue with Fred Savage anyway. Oh, have you? Yeah, I can't stand that stupid, stupid little gob that he's got. Right, okay. That silly little grin and the blinking all the time really fucking gets my back up. I just want to slap him. And that sounds very personal, and I don't mean to, sorry. It's just one of those things that always wound me up as a kid myself. Uh-huh. I mean, they're very good. He's he's very good on screen, and Judge Reinhold's very good on screen. They seem to work together very well. Yeah. I'm just not convinced that Judge Reinhold is a lead. That's the only thing. Okay. I mean, we get to see him back as Billy, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. That will well, in, well. C- come out one day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
I mean, Sam was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I liked her. I mean, she was very, I loved it. She put a smile on my face for a Mm -hmm. couple of reasons. Number one, beautiful. But also, she was just the 80s. She was completely the 80s. She's the epitome of of an 80s chick, if you like. But just a normal, a normal girl in the 80s, Mm -hmm. a normal woman in the 80s. Yeah. No, I really liked her. She was Um, great. And she wasn't seduced by the whole yuppiness like the other characters were in the, in the, in the department store. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the yuppies have been a theme the last few weeks, haven't the they? The greed is good thing, definitely. Yeah, that's really come to the fore again. Again, though, uh, sorry, just to jump back, no jeopardy at all about Marshall's job. You didn't really care. I didn't again, give a shit. Something if else fired. that happened off screen. Yeah, and they're like, oh, this has gone wrong and you mm. need to do... And... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, it's not enough. It, it needs more. That's it. So you want a film to be longer? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that whole thing... With their holiday slash business trip, yeah, that went on a bit too long for me. Okay, yeah, I I, I don't know, I, I can't really put my finger on why it doesn't work because all the elements seem to be there. But you should you should explore more things. Like if you are eleven years old and you're suddenly your body's morphed into that of mm. your dad, you're gonna start. Pl- I mean, I know they do play with it a little bit where he holds something up high, but you're gonna do something that you can't do as an eleven year old, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. But also when he first changes and he does. He dances around his dad's flat for a little while. Mm. That montage is about 20 seconds long, and he just does a silly dance and then looks at his penis. Yeah. Hilarious. I mean, I think, I think you could probably explore a bit of comedy by him not being able to control his limbs, you know, just falling over every now and again because he's, or just hitting his head because he's not used to yeah. being that tall. Yeah. You know, and they explored it a little bit with Fred Savage being like a precocious little cunt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And another thing as well that I just thought that in terms of the characterization, when they swap, they're completely different. Mm-hmm. Charlie, Charlie, Fred Savage, Charlie is you know he's quite a sullen kid, although he does play football in the in the in the front yard with his stepdad, etc. But he's quite not angry, but when he says you know stop dumping on me, Dad. Mm-hmm. He's 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 not a doofus. Whereas Judge Reinhold plays him as a doofus. Yes. The characterization's all over the shop. And likewise, w- w- when they swap, or, you know, when Charlie's playing his dad, and Fred, Fred Savage is playing his dad, his characterization's a bit... It's not as wonky, but, but it, Judge Reinhold's version of Fred Savage is completely different. But I, I see what you're saying, though, because all of a sudden, like, okay, Marshall as Charlie, right, as, as he's a kid... It's he's sat in the back of the car, he's reading the paper, mm. and he's he's more pompous uh, yeah. than Judge. It's Reinhold like is. one like 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 one of the Duke brothers. Yeah, rather yeah. than Judge Reinhold being a thirty odd year old man. Yeah, yuppie. And Judge Reinhold, in his very nature, he's got that. Uh, I suppose Keanu Reeves about him that kind of that voice that mm. like you know. And also, that, the way he moves. Yeah, you know, when they first swap and they're they're there in the torn clothes and they walk into the bathroom to look in the mirror. He suddenly starts walking like Kevin the teenager with his shoulders yeah. down and just. He's not walked like that. No, that's all movie. What are you doing? It's like they didn't spend any time kind of going. Oh, oh, do you know okay. what? How Let's, do you move? Yeah. How do you? Yeah. How, Let, you, how do you yeah. talk? How would you deliver this line? In fact, just can you record all my lines for me as you would say them? Pretty much, yeah. And so that really, really jarred this. I'd never noticed that before, but then I haven't watched this film for a long time. Yeah. But that really stuck out for me. Yeah. Mm. Like say the Raiders of the Lost Ark beginning, I'm not sure that was. It, it all seems so fast because mm. you go from you know, again 30, 40, 50 seconds of it, and then straight away is a jump cut to Chicago. 
oh, okay. There's, yeah. no, there's nothing. Okay, fine. Uh, do you know, and it could have been saved a little bit by, it's set at Christmas, embrace that. Mm, yeah. Really, just fucking embrace that. Have Christmas tunes going all the time or whatever else. You know, have something Have something like where Charlie's got to, uh, earlier on he was in a talent show. Why not have it later on mm. and he's in some sort of Christmas show and the dad's got to be well, up exactly, there, yeah. you know. Yeah. That would have been, actually, that would have been much better. But again, going back to the, the characterization thing as well, it, it's, uh, and this definitely is a fault of the script. Before they change, and Charlie goes to stay with his dad, Yeah, he walks and says, oh, you got a Christmas tree. He says, yeah, well, actually, Sam picked it out. Yeah. And it's almost like, oh, I fucking hate Sam. And the minute he sees her, Sam, he loves her. Uh, was, well, now, was he like because of Sam, or was he like that because, because his, his dad, dad didn't, didn't pick it? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's what I could... that's what I took from it. Right, it wasn't like oh you couldn't even be bothered to do this. Right. You know, it's almost like I'm an inconvenience for you. <sighs> it's just so much conflicting stuff, and there's some fucking dodgy stuff in there as well. <laughs> After the, uh, the the concert, I honestly thought Sam was going to snog Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. They lean in for a snog. Yes, uh, because uh, it's almost like it's almost like she senses. Uh, but yeah, but even still. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lean into an 11 year old boy and give. You. Yeah, I, I must admit, I was like, no. I actually, I, I was yeah. by myself and I went, no. Especially since they've just done Judge Reinhold as the kid yeah. having his first kiss. So yeah, that that works. That's fine. That that would be a thing. But then to sit on the bed with Fred Savage, mm-hmm. talk for a little bit, saying, "Oh, you're really cute, sweet, or whatever." <laughs> And then lean in for a snog. Is that, whoa, fucking hell. I mean, I know the 80s were different times, but. But no, I mean, that should have been on the cutting room floor. Completely. Yes. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see what actually did end up on the cutting room floor. So we, we had a chat about this uh, before we started recording. What do you think of the Three Stooges then? Um, yeah. Pointless. Underused. They could have been much more like the, the, the crows in Jungle Book. Or, you know, the hyenas in mm. uh, Lion King. They're not in it enough to They're not nasty have enough. repetition. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a bit slimy. They're a bit, well, a bit they're, they're misogynistic and sexist, blah, 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 blah. But again, it's all underdeveloped. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, oh, you're a bunch of bastards. Let me take one of our, right. So we have an unaired pilot of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Secret of My Success. Now, that's a film that does business in the 80s mm. very well. You know, it, it's not a huge story, but... It's all about this. So there's a little bit of jeopardy there. Again, you know this this whole the, mm-hmm. the, the whole boardroom stuff. They may as well have been speaking in another language because yeah. I couldn't. I was like, well, okay. Um, and then when he pulled the 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 skull out instead of the jar, you bought that, and it, well, clearly it's a mistake. Yeah. So or uh, if you bought six thousand of those, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just seems to to, to realise. Yeah, I don't. Know. It's just I don't think it's lazy, right? I just think it's it's misguided. I, I, th- I mean, no one sets out to make a bad film. I think it's probably down to, to you know, as they always seem to have, um, rather than just one or two writers, it always goes before a committee, basically, doesn't yeah. it? Um, and do you know what? This film could have looked very, very different. And we don't know. It might have been mm. snipped and you know, whatever else. They might have delivered exactly. this film to the studio and went, no, 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 no. This is, yeah. it. This is you know, for <laughs> people like yourself, it looks it likes. Um, 90 minute films maybe the first cut was 2 hours 14 or yeah, something maybe, like that and they were maybe. like no let's cut this cut this cut this cut this yeah we, we, I guess we'll never know because there's not enough out there there really isn't one good thing I did like um, I mean no there's more than one but uh, I liked the bit where he goes into the school mm-hmm. Judge Reinhold and has to have the meeting with the teacher yeah and get uh, again getting his own back on pretty naff bullies yeah 
Oh uh, yeah, well he goes in and like Scott yeah. Police. See, I'd like to have seen more that more of that. That was funny. Yeah, and it was nice to see Joe there from Santa Claus the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but come on, let's give me a bit more. And more I think comedy, he's got a crush more... on me. No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that works very well. Yes, it does. I liked that, but I just wanted more of it really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, mate, it was, yeah, we completely yeah. sing it from the same hymn sheet. Right. Uh, highs and lows then, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I, I was, I, I think I was struggling more to find highs than lows. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to excuse me if they're a little bit okay. Um, I'm, I'm used to that, buddy. Whatever. <laughs> Charlie and Marshall, actually, I think when they're talking, I think it's important the relationship with those two, although they didn't characterize each other very well, I, I, I think them playing off each other worked mm-hmm. quite well. So that was, you know, and I've got a very different opinion of Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold than you do. <laughs> yeah. So I find it charming seeing them on screen together and you know, being together. Yeah, okay, stop doing your impression of him. But <laughs> yeah, so Charlie and Marshall, I mean, I think if I had to choose out the film, yeah, those, those two worked relatively well together. Okay. All right. Uh, my first highlight was actually the, the two goons, Turk and Tina. Uh, I like the fact that Turk was a little bit dumb, but was also willing to, to listen uh, and Tina was actually quite funny and spiky and a strong female character. And I think they worked well. I just think they were underused. I would have liked to see maybe a bit more slapstick with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Swoozy, whatever her name is, I can't remember offhand. I think she's terrific. Really, really good. I, I liked her and I'd like to see more of her. That, so but, they could have played that up. Yeah. yeah. But for them, uh, for me, they were a real... When they were on screen, when she was on screen with Turk, they were a real highlight. Okay. Why it seems so shallow. <laughs> I just put Sam. She was fit. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but you're saying that. She was uh, She was a breath of fresh air. She mm. was a nice character. You know, I think had she been unwatchable as well, I think, again, it would have taken mm. this movie down another notch. And it was good. Uh, although it's just, it is, now we've talked about it, it is just a weird Weird relationship because then she hasn't really fallen back in love with Marshall. She's fallen in love with her his son. Exactly. Um, in Marshall's so, body. In Marshall's yeah. body. So therefore, whenever the whole thing finishes and whatever else, and Marshall just goes back to being Marshall, then they're going to break up anyway. So. To be fair, though, he does say that she's fallen in love with me as you mm-hmm. or something like that. So I guess he, he had... needs to embrace his inner child a lot mm-hmm. more. Yeah. But, yeah, as I really like her. But, I mean, you know... There's not a lot else I could pick out that was a mm. major highlight. I mean, there wasn't a set piece or something nope, that was like, yeah. even the motorbike chase was a bit like, yeah. well, not chase, but. Well, yeah, just a, a quick drive through Chicago, which we've and done through many, a station. many times. Oh, yeah, we've done that a couple of times. Oh, and it's God, been that done drive better. through the station was horrendous. So slow and laboured and yeah. plodding. And quick, Dad, yeah. put on the helmet so that we can put a stunt person in your place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, my second highlight. Yeah. Uh, I really liked, and that sort of links into yours, um, I liked the changes in their relationship, how the characters actually grew. Marshall and Charlie, to start with, they're quite apart. Yeah. Um, but by the end, I honestly believe that they will spend more time together and I look forward to spend more time together. And again, the same with Marshall and Sam. I think him saying that, you know, she's in love with me as you. Yeah. I think he will change. I think he will relax a bit more, take the rod out of his ass, 
Well, we'll find out next year and vice versa too. Brilliant. Yeah, look forward to that. And um, no, you know that's coming out, right? No, no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Exactly. I'm kidding. Uh, and I like the fact there's no attempt, which these films often do, to try and get the mum and dad back together. Yeah. It's not even discussed, not, not even brought up. Well, let's, um, let's face it. You know, Charlie's mum or Sam. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's not even not even considered, not even discussed, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, he's obviously in love with her and she's obviously in love with him. And they're going to get married. So I liked the, the, the growing of the relationship. Okay. Right then. Okay then. Low lights. I mean, we have, we have sort of covered some of this. It's, I mean, the script needed another few passes. It, mm. it needed something done to it. You know, it just felt, it, I've actually written, it feels like a poor man's big. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, I mean, we have gone into detail about that. It does. It just. That's exactly I, what it feels like to me. Yeah. But Darren, that's it. We don't. But bizarrely, this came out before big. Yeah. But then I suppose you've got Tom Hanks versus Judge Reinhold. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, but the thing is, we don't, right? Honestly, we watch these films. We don't go, oh, I'm right. I must tear this to shreds. So you, I want to enjoy these mm. films that I grew up with. I want, I want to be surprised and go, wow, that has held up surprisingly well. But, yeah. And I get a bit disappointed sometimes when it doesn't because vice versa last week was great in my head. And it's, mm. it's not that it's not. No, you've watched it this week. It's not great. It's not. But I mean, there's still some good bits about there are it. It's still yeah. fun. It's it's not it's just, by by a long shot the worst film that no, we've done. No, no, that's fucking true. Mm. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, my my first low light is just uh, the forced comedy for me. It just does not work. I say that montage where where they first change to Moni Moni uh, is mm-hmm. it's so brief. It's so over the top. Well, not he's not even over the top. It's just he doesn't look natural doing it, dancing around in his pants or whatever he's in flexing his muscles it's 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 so fucking brief it's it's, it's unbelievable the music scene uh, in in the store i loved it I <laughs> but it was done better in big yeah um it doesn't have the charm it, it's 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 forced and i think that's the main problem with it it's it's just well that whole scene of charlie at the beginning with him having his concert there mm. was literally to say he plays the drums yeah so that therefore later exactly. on we can shoehorn that in mm-hmm uh, and yeah, it just, but it, it just didn't find those bits that were supposed to be funny and lovely. And <laughs> I didn't find them particularly good. Okay. Um, actually quite crap, if I'm honest. Um, uh, I, I suppose my, my, my second low light really is I didn't believe it in the respect of it. You can have these fantastical situations, but it's got to somehow be based in a reality. So, all right. However convoluted it is, they've got this magical thing that could turn them in but as we said what about 10 minutes ago they really could have figured that out yeah. much quicker <laughs> yeah that's they, true. you know so then i think there needed to be some sort of reason that they couldn't change back you know whether whether there was some mystical power kind of going actually this is going to do you some good or whatever else but the fact is they could have changed back like that and mm-hmm. so therefore the whole film you're going why are you doing this why are you going off to school why are you doing this why don't you ring in sick for the day and figure this shit out Exactly, exactly. They need to just be got a, a phone call from someone saying, I'm going to come and pick your kid up. Mm. Uh, well, 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 actually, no, don't bother. Not today. He's not very well. Yeah, he's right, really sick. Sit down and fucking talk this out. Yeah. So, so you know, uh, for me, it's got to have some sort of basis in reality, even no matter how fantastical the situation. And this just didn't. So from that point onwards, you kind of go, yeah, but 
Why? Mm. Why? 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 Yeah. So. And they've got the fucking skull there in their yes. flat. Not like the Zoltar machine, it's disappeared off to somewhere else. Well, that's it. They should have somehow, it should have somehow, once this happened, I don't know, been, maybe that's the point it was stolen mm. or something like that. Maybe they passed out when they changed. They had to get it back. And yeah, they had, they're on, they're, those two on a mission trying mm-hmm. to get it back, you know, and they know yeah. they find out it's in New York, so they've got to go on a road trip together. Yeah, exactly. As, as father Much and son. Better. Uh, yes, so uh, my second low light was, was one that, again, I touched on earlier. Too much happens off screen. Too much. The, the, for a start, the statue being swapped with the, uh, the vase that mm-hmm. they buy. Don't see that. It would have required one shot. Exactly. I mean, you see the, the hired goon there in, in Thailand watching and listening. Okay, fine. You've also got to show it. You've got to, we've got to see him swapping it or uh, don't see it going through customs. Yeah, or, or just like it falling off some sort of, like maybe somebody backs up a truck and it just falls into the wrong pile or something. It's just something simple. Oh, well, just He's there watching, isn't he? Mm. Um, so then, then, then just show him opening the crate and swapping them. Done. Sorted. Charlie's nose suddenly appears with a plaster on. But when you watch this, I'm guessing it's because when Dickhead flipped the tray at him in the, yeah. in the, in the refectory, Trey doesn't actually fucking touch his face. It just goes on the floor. Marshall doesn't get fired at the end of the film. He just walks out. Yeah. And, and then but we sudden... find that out later when he's in the police station. Sounds like, exactly. oh, yeah, by the way, you're not fired. Okay. Great, thanks. Done. Info dump. Move on. This, this, mm. Why? Why wasn't he fired? Um, <laughs> and the majority of after uh, young Marshall, when he gets kidnapped by the goons, he just phones up. Charlie and says I've been kidnapped. How does he get hold of Charlie? Mm-hmm. Where is Charlie? As in Charlie Marshall. Yeah. Um, and he's you, know, you don't see the goons taking him out of the store. You don't see where they take him. You don't see them saying right. Well, this is the situation. Blah 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 blah. Your dad. It's just too much happens, not on screen. And this conven- that means so much convenience there. Yeah. Outside of the school, and then they go. To- I mean, what was their plan? To drive up and open the door and kidnap him outside of the school. Exactly, yeah. I mean, as it was, his dad pulled him into a limo. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> what was their know. plan? I, just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just, it, it, so much just didn't work. To, to me, it reeks of a lot of, um, oh, that'll do. Yes. And to be fair, looking at it, the budget was only $10 million, mm-hmm. But you can see the budget's only $10 million. Uh, But that's, that's probably around $50 million now. Yeah, so, you know what I mean. So it's not it's no. not insignificant. It's it's not a small budget for a film like that. It's just weird, isn't it? It was a box office flop. It only took thirteen point seven million. I mean, it's a, still a nice thirty percent return. But then I suppose once you but, take out marketing costs and then the cut yeah. of the theatre, which mm-hmm. I think is about thirty percent. So yeah, not uh, just just too much happened off screen, and then we needed to see it. Yeah. So okay, uh, right. Should we have a look at the music? Yeah. Uh, again, it's just. It's very background stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's very nice. There's, there's some very okay. It's, it's David Shire was the composer who was responsible for Pelham One Two Three and Short Circuit and Return to Oz. It's nice and orchestral in places. It's it's very appropriate to what's going on on stage. Uh, on stage, on, on, stage. On screen. Uh, it's very stringy some of it, but then it sort of sort of merges or, or sort of becomes this almost Twenty One Jump Street cop show type chasey music. And it all just feels, I don't know, it, it, it doesn't feel cinematic. It feels quite I think ma- it made for TV. If I'm honest, I think it hurts the film. 
Do you think so? I think so because if you had somebody like I don't know, you know, the the greatest of all time, John Williams, if mm-hmm. you had him doing that film, I mean, your budget will go up a bit, but um, yeah. but there would definitely be memorable themes, or there would be sort of there would be great chase music, and it would probably be all centered around Christmas. And again, that would yeah, lift exactly. the mood a little bit, yeah. like. Yeah. Like um like Die Hard when Die Hard all its music has got like jingle and bells and stuff in it and, and yeah yeah so just embrace the fact you're at Christmas have a bit more of a festive feel to it mm-hmm. yeah whereas this just feels like an episode of Cagney and Lacey <laughs> yeah some of it yeah yeah so I think it does hurt the film if I'm honest I've got nothing more to add to that no really. I've got nothing more well let's get a little bit more drunk and okay. come back and uh, quiz ourselves <laughs> dirty bitch. <laughs> And we're back! Part three of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure, where we are being lovely to vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. Or vice versa. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> At this point in the podcast, it's time for a quiz! Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Is this going to be the block of 10 where I redeem myself? Probably Well, not. maybe. maybe. <laughs> let's, 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 let's find out. Eyes down for a full house. <laughs> Right, um, as Matt just alluded to, we've now reset the quiz. Every 10 episodes, uh, we reset. So I won, I believe, did I win the last? Yes, you did. Yeah, 9 1, wasn't it? Uh, was it 9 1? Let me just have a look back. Oh. Uh, 1 to 2, did you? Oh, yeah, 9 1. I, I mm-hmm. slipped a bit, only won 9 1. <laughs> so we've now reset. Scores on the doors, 0 0 each at the moment. Right. Uh, being an odd-numbered episode, you get to go first. Yeah, I do. And I can guarantee something. Mm-hmm. One of us is going to win. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for one point, Darren. <laughs> okay, Mr. Matthew, yes. <laughs> I would like to know, how old is Marshall? Did he actually state his age? He did. By when he said, when I was 11 years old, blah, 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 blah. So I worked it out. <laughs> okay. So at that point in the film, how old is he? Yeah, I will say then, I don't know, 37. Incorrect. <laughs> oh, he is 35. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was like, so he said, yeah, when I was 11, this was this, this, this was like, oh, so that means, oh, he's 35 <laughs> years old then. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Right. Question number one for you. Mm-hmm. What does Charlie like to eat for breakfast? Oh, like um, it's something weird, like snappos or crackles. It's it's something like it's like a plosive or something. Um, I'm gonna say snappos. Fine answer. Yeah, nerds. Nerds. All right. Okay. (laughs) Now, uh, like nerds, would they? Yeah, because that did ring strange to me. Mm. I would eat nerds because nerds for us in the 80s and 90s were little sweets. Were they? Yeah. It was little little popping candy nerd. called Nerds. That's mm. where I got the popping from. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See? A little ring back there. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. What really big, well-known store is featured in the shot in the background as for the first time as Charlie walks into his store as his dad? Woolworths. Yes. <laughs> Thought you might clock that. You couldn't miss it, could you? No, it was uh, it was a really big blatant Woolworths. I used to love Woolworths. Yeah, so did I. Um, okay, then. Question number two for you. Yeah. At what venue 
Are Malice playing when they go to see them? Well, that's fucked my next question. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> What's the band called? See, this is, oh. this is the difference. <laughs> oh, I don't know. A hippodrome. Is that your final answer? No, let me think. Uh, it's, a, it's all about recollection, Darren, you see, and I have got none. So, um, Hippodrome. Okay. The Riviera. Okay. Oh, I think I know where this is going then. <laughs> Three one, by the way. All right, okay. Two questions each. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to ask what band did Charlie gets tickets for. Malice, that's <laughs> four one. <laughs> What's uh so you know in America they'd go, I'm on the corner of such and such and such and such, or like fifth and main or whatever else right. or something like that. What corner is Vigor and Avery situated on? Uh, uh, 20th and 8th. I've absolutely no idea. Washington and State. Oh, okay. 3-2 to I you. I had to fight back. I had to fight back with a really <laughs> difficult one. No, no, that's, that's good. Uh, question number three for you then. Um, <laughs> how heavy is Marshall? Uh, he is... I think he's 175 pounds. <gasps> is that your final answer? Yeah. 176 because oh! <laughs> they say something about 220 he's like I'm 170 yeah. oh shit yeah. shall I give that to you it's pretty close no. okay no, don't. 4-2 to me then in episode 1 of this group of 10 <laughs> I think my batteries are running out <laughs> oh I'm so close so close so close yeah I mean you couldn't be any closer really um, yeah, I didn't have a lot of others. No, um, me neither. What was the make of the crossbow? No idea. Pearsons. And what band did Charlie get tickets for? Because I thought, you know, that's uh, yeah. And uh, what is Charlie's stepdad called? Oh, uh, no, can't remember. Cliff. Cliff. Christmassy as well, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. <laughs> I had a few. Um, Marshall needs Marcy to ensure that he's out of the office by what time? Uh, five. Five. How much did he pay for the blue vase in Thailand? Was it was it one dollar seventy five? One fifty. One fifty. And what's it with me one seventy five today? <laughs> uh, when does Marshall have a meeting with Charlie's form tutor? What day or what time? Mm-hmm. Was it Tuesday at three? Or Tuesday afternoon? But I would have taken that. Yeah. Right, okay. what, what was the frog's name? Mo. Mo. Uh, Marshall reads what comic when he's Charlie Marshall in the office? Um, is it Batman? It's Transformers. Oh, what school does Charlie go to? Um, I mean, this isn't a. It's set in Chicago, and they're trying to think. Is it the same as uh, you know? Uh, no, I don't know. Hemingway Junior High. Uh, how old is Charlie? Eleven. Eleven. And finally, the Jingle Bell Moose starts swearing in what language? Oh. Um... Russian? Polish. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that was my questions. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> some really good questions in there. Thank you very much. And then there was the ones I had to answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, fight fire with fire, my friend. Yeah, oh, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Well, there we go. After the first set of questions in this block of 10, it's 1-0 to Well, me. that's a surprise. Um, <laughs> Last orders? Yeah. Last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. So here we are at the end of the podcast this week and uh, we're going to give our sum up of the film and give the film a score. And again, as it's an odd numbered episode, Matt, you get to go first. Mm. 
Okay. I mean, I think, like I said at the beginning, I, I used to really, really like this film. The, the poster for me is an iconic poster, even though it's not your typical Star Wars or Indiana Jones poster. I, 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 you show me that without the writing. I know what film that is. Yeah. And I, I, I remember loving it. And you know, maybe that's it. Maybe as a kid, it was a lot better because you forgive a lot of the stuff that we're not forgiving now. Um, that said, it did need a, a definite polish on the writing. It was it was weak. It was it, it was a comedy that really just wasn't funny. Mm. It could have been. It had potential to be funny. Judge Reinhold, I really like him. Um, it needed more Christmas music. It needed it needed a lot more done to it. This and it's not an irredeemable film. I think this film could have been just. It could have been so much. Yeah, more. it could have been that. It could have been yeah. a classic. And there's probably a reason that there was never a sequel, and that you know, we, we've gone back to it and that it did not make very much money because mm. word of mouth gets out very quickly. And that's, that's all you got to rely on back in those days really is word of mouth because people aren't glued to their phones and things like that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Vice Versa? Oh, it's brilliant. No. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Vice Versa? Yeah, it's all right. Wait for it. Wait for it on video. Yeah. So, yeah, I think just to sum it up then, I, I, when, I, when I first watched it, I'm not going to lie, I went, yeah, it was all right, maybe a seven. But it's not going to be a seven. I mean, mm-hmm. we've 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 dissected it today, and I think, I think a fair score for me, because do you know what? I probably will watch it again yeah. at some yeah. point. And it's not as I know it feels like we've been ragging on it. There's it, it's I still enjoyed it, mm-hmm. so I think I'm going to go middle of the road. I'm mm-hmm. going to hit it with a five. Okay, mm. right, okay, um, yeah, I pretty much feel the same as, as, as we were saying earlier. This. Uh, it was one of those films that seemed to be a fad of, of body swap movies at the time, didn't it? Like I say, one of the first, almost of that era was 78 or 76 is Freaky Friday with Jodie Foster. But you also had Big, Dream a Little Dream, 18 Again, mm-hmm. All of Me, all these other films. And I, I remember the remake of Freaky Friday, Freaky with, Friday with, with Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Curtis who yeah. was obviously last week. And wasn't it? Yeah, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yes. Um, that film's yeah, nearly just, 20 years old, I think. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. I just laughed really loudly into the microphone then. <laughs> My problem is it, with the film is it's just all a little bit pedestrian. Yeah. I don't think it's it's shot particularly well. There's nothing particularly impressive about the action sequences. The baddies, Why did the baddies gender swap at the end? All this says about is trading uh, Thailand for New York. Mm. So why did they suddenly swap sexes? I didn't get it. It's just... Little things like that. It's it's just underdeveloped. It's it, but to be fair, it is good fun. If you just accept that the film is not going to be sorry, it's not big. Yeah. If you just accept that and just 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 go with the flow and and enjoy it for what it is, because they are still likable. The characters mostly are likable. It's it's a good fun thing. It it rattles along. There's no yeah. dips really. Just watch it for nostalgia, but realize sometimes maybe you shouldn't go back. Um, like texting an ex, exactly. Yeah. Like sexting an ex. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's fun, but it's not as much fun as I remember. Okay. And the big thing for me, it isn't big. That's the problem for me. But I did enjoy it up to a point. I'm going to give it a six. Whoa, mm. whoa! I think that's the first time I've given a film. Well, no, not one or two time. times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. But I did enjoy bits of it. I just wanted more. 
<laughs> it could Is have it? been so much more. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. A total of 11 out of 20. Yeah. So just yeah. over the 50% mark for Big. Yeah. So. What do you guys think? Do you, do you Have you seen this film recently? Have you seen it and still fucking adore it? Are we wrong? Mm. Tell us why we're wrong. And do you know what? We're not saying don't go back and rewatch it because it'll ruin your childhood. Not, it's no. not one of those. It definitely won't ruin your childhood. I mean, maybe you hated it at the time and you'll watch it again now and go, actually, what are you talking about? I love it. I, do you know, I think I think we're pretty, uh, on, on IMDb, the average score on IMDb, if I can find that, is 5.9. So right. it's a, we're not, we're not so, far yeah. off the mark, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it up to a point. That's the thing. It needed more Christmas, though, it damn it. It needed more of everything. <laughs> there we go. Get in touch anyway, you fuckers. Yeah, get in touch. So, right, <laughs> before we uh, do the getting in touch stuff, how about we look at what next week's film is? Oh, we're doing another one. Yeah, Fuck we are. We're, go- we're doing another Christmas film. Fucking hell. All right. Okay, so the tagline for next week's film, and here's a little clue, it's also set in 1988. Oh, for fuck's sake, I hate the 80s. (laughs) Then you're on the wrong podcast. (laughs) All right, the tagline is, Bill Murray is back amongst the ghosts, only this time it's three against one. Now that sounds like a porn film. Is this the Ron Jeremy thing? No, it's not the Ron Jeremy thing. What, Ron Jeremy and... uh... Bill Murray bumping uglies. No, no. Vile. I mean, what what could it be? Bill Murray being visited by three ghosts. I mean, that's crazy. Ghostbusters two. Ghostbusters three. The three. <laughs> Ghostbusters. The I know, porn we just movie. had that. And then we just had Afterlife. Ghostbunkers. Ghostbunkers. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the porn version. Get it's covered like... in slime by Slimer. Get your ectoplasm off me. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's next week's film. So if, you, <laughs> if you'd if you like to know what that is and you can't figure it out from this very obviously, <laughs> then please have a look at our Facebook page during the week uh, where the trailer will be released. So I suppose uh, yeah, what's left to say is please get in touch. Uh, let us know what you thought of the film and uh, what you would potentially like to see in the future as well. So I suppose that brings us pretty much to the end, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, so anything else, Darren? Stop bagging on me, will you? Stop bagging on me. So until next time then, I've been Matt. And I am Darren. Cheersy! Right, let's, let's knock the shit out of this last fetch. Okay. <laughs>